Welcome to the Mama-holic Podcast, the show that helps busy moms find balance between their family and their dreams. This is the podcast where we believe you don't have to give up on your passion to be an amazing mom. And now your host, Haley Too. You are listening to episode 26 of the Mama-holic Podcast, and I'm your host, Haley Too. If this is your first time listening, welcome. Thank you so much for jumping on. This is going to be an interesting episode for anybody who's listening for the first time because I made the title a little bit catchy on purpose. The subject matter today is how you need to stop feeling sorry for yourself. Ooh, I love those little jab titles. They just tickle me. Mostly because I know my audience is a lot of moms and we can tend to be a little bit too sensitive, especially when it's been a long day at work and we've had a long day with the kids and now you've got to tune in to the momaholic and listen to her tell you to stop feeling sorry for yourself. (laughs) Guys, I mean this all in good fun, I promise. I will explain myself after I read a brief review from one of my awesome supporters, and this one is coming again from Facebook. Our Facebook community is blowing up, guys. I am on there every Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. right now, uh, doing a live, just trying to encourage other moms to get up early and start a morning routine all for themselves. The review is from Jeannie B. Roach, and she is one of my most avid Facebook live watchers, Jeannie writes, I get up early to listen live and it's one of my favorite parts of my morning routine. It's like talking to a cherished friend who's totally rocking it first thing every morning. Jeannie, I love you, girl. You know it. And I am so happy you jumped on and left me a review on Facebook. I hope to see more of you podcast followers on our Facebook lives in the morning as well. As of right now, Facebook is the only opportunity you have to have a live conversation with me on all things Momaholic. However, I'm saying it again, on January 2nd, you guys, the Momaholic is hosting their very first live event. It's going to be in Gilbert, Arizona. That's just outside of Phoenix for those of you who aren't familiar with the Arizona area. It is going to be all about goal setting and developing a real action plan to destroy your goals in 2019. It's going to be in an evening, hopefully after work for anybody who's local. And the kicker is it's going to be completely free, guys. This is going to be a two-hour workshop where I am going to be very hands-on with each and every one of my attendees. And we are going to set authentic, realistic goals that focus on you and your passions. And we're going to come up with a master plan to get those bad boys accomplished. Super excited. There's going to be a lot of print coming out pretty soon about that event. So be sure to stay tuned on all those social media platforms. Without further ado, let's get started with the subject today. And that is to stop feeling sorry for yourself. Mamas, I know firsthand that life gets tough. I have got two kids of my own, 11 months and four years old, and two stepkids of my own as well. I have a full-time job in landscape design, and then, as you know, I am all things mamaholic all the time. I have a busy lifestyle, and to 
And to add another complication into the mix, my husband is a commercial airline pilot. That means that he flies away for four and five days at a time, and I function as a single mom a lot. So I get it. Bad days happen. They do. I'm not saying that they don't, and I'm definitely not saying that mom life isn't challenging. Even if you don't have as much on your plate as me, your own individual struggles and challenges are real. But guys, I'm going to go over why feeling sorry for yourself is actually just a way to make everything so much worse. And I'm going to give you some tips for pulling out of it. So here we go. I recently read one of the most amazing quotes ever from Joyce Meyer. Joyce writes, Feeling sorry for ourselves is the most useless waste of energy on the planet. It does absolutely no good. We can't let our circumstances or what others do or don't do control us. We can decide to be happy regardless. Now, if you guys are rolling your eyes at that quote, you are the ones I am speaking to the most. You need to understand the real power in positive thinking. I might not be able to convince you of that just yet, but let's go ahead and look at the advantages of feeling sorry for ourselves, and then maybe I might be able to convince you to start looking at this alternative method of thinking. So we're feeling sorry for ourselves. Let's think about, you may not realize this, but every action that you do in life has some sort of reward associated with it. So what does feeling sorry for ourselves bring to you? Maybe you get the sympathy of others and that makes you feel cared for or like you have camaraderie. I've talked about it before. Your vibe is your tribe, ladies. And if you are always getting together with your girlfriends to bitch about the current state of the union in your household, that's actually dragging you down. I know it feels good and comfortable for people to agree with you and say, yeah, it really is that bad. I know that it's the uncomfortable thing when you have that rogue friend who's telling you to buck up and shake it off and move forward. You don't want to hear from them. You want to hear from the people who quote unquote get it. But what you're really hearing when people are agreeing with you is permission to do nothing, improve nothing, change nothing, and stay in that miserable, sorry state that you're currently in. Does that sound good? No, it doesn't. The next thing that we might do while we're feeling sorry for ourselves is bury ourselves in a bucket of ice cream or a box of chocolates or a mountain of fries. That's one. That one's me. That anybody else? No, just me. Like I'm the drive through extra large fry person. I used to do that when I was feeling really bad about something. It would be French fries all day. We might turn to alcohol and drink too much. I know we all make the joke like, oh, mom life requires wine, right? But how much is too much? And are you starting to feel bad about the amount you're drinking just to get through your day? I'm all for a glass of wine here and there for sure. But man, there's nothing worse than waking up with a hangover when you have kids. Your problems have not gotten solved and now you have to face them with a hangover. Sweet. <laughs> Guys, maybe feeling sorry for yourself gives you enough of a security blanket that you make excuses for not having to change. Maybe 
convincing yourself that things really are that bad, that there's no way you could possibly get out of your situation, convincing yourself that nobody could possibly fold the towels as well as you can, nobody could possibly clean the house as well as you can, nobody could possibly drive your kids to a million activities as well as you can. Maybe you convince yourself that you have to be present for every sneeze, fart, and soccer game that your kid has. Maybe you won't hire anybody to help you around the house and you use the excuse that, I want to raise my own children, when you could easily be bringing somebody into the house purely to give you some free time to play with those kids. Maybe you sign yourself up for every volunteer opportunity, every school function, every... You never stick up for yourself at your day job to go home at a reasonable hour because it's just a lot easier to tell yourself you don't have time to focus on what you're really passionate about. Yeah, all of these things may be burns, guys, but I think I've probably done every single one of them in my life. Okay, I'm trying to pull back the curtain of your excuses to help you focus on yourself. And that is not a bad thing. Guys, if you're sitting around feeling sorry for yourself and convincing yourself that nothing can change instead of using that energy for change, you have to hear me. If you're spinning your wheels making excuses for why you can't do the things you really want to do, start spending the energy on getting rid of things that you hate so you can. And step one, stop feeling sorry for yourself. Do I have you convinced yet? Can I figure out a way to make you believe that your life can be anything that you believe it can be? I'm not saying it's not going to take hard work. I'm not saying that it won't be difficult. It will. But I am guaranteeing that if you don't change your state of mind and start being positive about where you are right now in the exact situation that you have and start having a lot of gratitude and not stupid gratitude that you post on social media and say, I'm so lucky. The type of gratitude where you get up with a smile on your face and you can write quietly in a notebook about every blessing that you have. The type of gratitude and positive thinking that pulls you up, that makes you realize how much you already have and how much you could have in the future. Doesn't that sound so much better than sitting around feeling sorry for ourselves, drowning our sorrows in ice cream or wine or bitching or whatever it is that you do now to vent? Start thinking about ways that you can have positive thinking. Here's a few tips on how to start. I'm not just going to leave you hanging and not give you anything to do. I did just mention a gratitude journal. It sounds silly and simple, and it is, but if you can start your day very first thing in the morning, do nothing else in your morning routine, but sit quietly and write down things that you are truly, deeply grateful for. And don't just go through the quick list like I'm grateful for my babies, I'm grateful for my husband, I'm gra-. and we are grateful for those things, right? But get very in 
depth with those things. Be very specific. I actually only write about things from the day before that I am grateful for. So everything is kind of authentic content every single day and it just fills my heart. So start there. Next, I want you to unplug from social media. I know, I know, the Momaholic is on all social media platforms, but if you have to give those things up and just listen to me on here, I am 100% fine with it because the game of comparison can make you miserable and can make you feel like your life is so much worse than it actually is. Look at your own feed, for example. Are you truthful in it? Probably not. We just put on our highlight reels, right? We put on the pretty, shiny, I did my makeup and my hair and my babies are beautiful and acting like normal human beings and not destroying my house or my life. And, you know, it's it's all crap, guys. It's just the pretty stuff that we like to see and play pretend with. So if you're in a state of feeling sorry for yourself, you gotta shut down the FB. Shut down the Insta for a while and start focusing on the snapshots of your life. Next, I think that you should have a lot of mental awareness of even when your thoughts are negative. It's a lot easier to control your words than it is your thoughts. When you start thinking negatively about something or someone, people can be major triggers like somebody at work. They walk up to you and before they even ask you for whatever it was they were going to ask you, you instantly have that little storm cloud come over your head and start raining on you. Start smiling, start being positive, start thinking of what benefit could come to you from the situation or the person or the task at hand, okay? Everybody knows Haley hates laundry. However, when I do laundry, I think about, you know what, at least I'm going to know that I have clean underpants. Because nobody likes to wear those last three pairs of underpants that you have in your drawer that you really hate to wear and you don't even know why you have them, but you don't have any other clean ones and so you have to wear the ones that leave the horrible panty lines or your husband makes fun of, whatever. Like, you know what I'm talking about? See, benefits, even to doing laundry, which I hate with every ounce of my being. Another really good tip. Moms, we give and give and give and give and give. However, a lot of times we give out of obligation. You like to be a martyr for a lot of the things that you do. I do it too. A lot of the things that we do, while they are amazing and difficult, they are out of necessity. We have to, in theory, do the things that we do. I'm going to suggest something a little bit crazy here, and I want you to actually give because you can give a little bit extra go above and beyond is something that you didn't have to do. For example, it may be dumb, but every single time I go and get myself a Starbucks, I always get my little boy a cake pop. Always. I might have had the, <laughs> yeah. If I'm getting Starbucks later in the day, this is what I'm talking about. This is a late in the day Starbucks run. If I'm getting Starbucks late in the day, I have had a rough one, people. Like, I start sneaking into the headspace that the last place I want to be is going home where people are just going to ask for a lot more stuff from me when adults have been asking for things from me all day. But I've learned to just kind of suck it up, give myself that little treat of that later Starbucks run, and then I get the cake pop for my little boy too. And it's always his favorite kind. I will actually drive to the other Starbucks if they don't have his favorite kind. And if my husband's home, I'll get him a coffee too. It's extra. I didn't have to do it. It's not huge, but just seeing the smiles on their faces when I come home with a little extra something for them makes my day and it makes me feel so much better. So start thinking about something extra that you can do for people that's not one of your obligations. 
the last thing that I'm going to advise you to do, and I say this after every single Facebook Live that I do, I say grow a little bit today. The reason I say that, the reason that if you look at my Instagram, succulents are one of my major themes, just visual themes on there. There is a purpose for that. I chose the succulents because they grow slowly, but they grow with a lot of longevity and resilience. So I say on Facebook Live, grow a little bit today. I show all of those succulents on my Instagram, and I'm telling you right now to try to grow just a little bit every day. Make yourself just a little bit better every day, even if it's just getting up five minutes earlier, taking one quick walk to the mailbox instead of stopping there in your car. Just a little bit every single day so you can be proud of yourself for something, so you can lift yourself up out of feeling sorry for yourself and tell yourself, I accomplished that little bit today and I'm better than I was yesterday. It'll help. I promise. Okay, guys, that's all I have for today. And I am so excited. I'm hoping that you guys are getting super stoked for me to officially open up the registration for our free event January 2nd. It will be opened up on the website soon. I will let you know when that happens. Be sure to jump on there when I announce it and reserve your seat because we are truly going to have a limited number of seats at this live event. All right, guys, remember grow just a little bit today and I will see you next time. Thanks for listening to my mom. We'll see you next time.